0: To okay, we'll take four left. That'll help us both. Welcome back to the DJ's Aviation Podcast with your host Dan, the podcast that is home for anyone that simply wants to relax, listen to ramblings about the aviation industry, venting about life, interests such as photography, gaming, and so much more like sports. Stay tuned, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Well, uh, hello everyone. Welcome back to the DJ's Aviation Podcast. It's felt like quite a long time since I've done something like this. In fact, I think now it's been two years, two plus years potentially, since I did the last podcast, which was taking a break. This is being done through Anchor, which is essentially a podcast platform where I can distribute it over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, I believe SoundCloud and or your regular podcasting thing. So wherever you're listening, hello, Uh, my name's Dan, I run DJ's Aviation. I am the sole owner of DJ's Aviation, and I guess you could say the only employee as well, if you're coming across from the channel, or Twitter, or Discord, or Instagram, wherever you're from, greetings to you. I'm Dan, I'm 20 years old, currently residing in London, Uh, however I am Australian, whether or not you can tell with my accent, well, that remains to be seen, pardon me. But um, yeah, so I'm 20 years old in London. I did grow up in Australia and made the move in July of 2019 to London. Today's podcast is not going to be too eventful, if you will. Basically, a get to know me, also discuss what's been going on in my life since I've spoken to you guys in a podcast form some two years ago. Some of you that have joined the YouTube live streams or are of course, in the Discord server may have a rough idea of what I've been getting up to, but if not, this is going to be the first time you're hearing from me on a personal level, potentially ever or in at least two. Years. So I feel like we have a lot to cover given the global pandemic and so on. For those interested in understanding the plan for these podcasts moving forward, I'm not set on how often they will take place as I'm still roughly getting an idea for basically what I want to talk about in these. I don't want it to be strictly focused on aviation. While I feel like naturally it would make sense to make an aviation podcast, I almost act as if the videos are the podcasts, especially now that I do long form ones. If I wasn't doing the long-form, say, 10-minute aviation news podcasts, well, then I think it would have worked as a podcast, but I want to make this a bit more personal, i.e. you come listen, you hear me vent about life, and it's just a place where you can relate to things in life. Maybe I'll also give my thoughts on certain things within the aviation industry, say, uh, let's say I'm recording an episode today on Friday the 2nd of April, and I will probably try and stick to recording either every Friday or every second Friday with maybe a Sunday release if I can turn it around that quickly. Uh, Of course, that will be also playing into putting this up for early access over on my Patreon. So, of course, I should mention and plug it now. If you're interested in supporting uh, my content and what I do a bit further, you can head over to the Patreon for uh, different perks and rewards. But with all that being said, this is the first time I've done a podcast format recording in quite a while. So, That being said, I am not going to be amazing at this, and there may be a few mistakes. I don't want to edit out the mistakes, though. I want to just keep it as real and authentic as possible without going back and chopping out if I mess up one word. And it just feels like you guys are listening to me and my thoughts rambling. So yeah, if there's a mistake there's a mistake, um, but hopefully I won't be making that too often. Although I would argue that I'll probably lose my train of thought. If you did watch the podcasts or listen, pardon me, from two or three years ago, you'll probably remember that I often went off on many different tangents, and that is something I will not promise that I won't be doing again. I probably will go off on tangents, and I guess that is just the beauty. Since I stopped doing podcasting, I've had a lot of people request to bring it back uh, naturally, I wasn't really sure on doing that. I didn't really know where to do it. And I think one of the biggest concerns that I had when I stopped the podcast and also, you know, just took a hiatus from it was I didn't know what to talk about. I feel like now, if anything, I may have adjusted that. And I feel like I can, if you will, expand into more topics and I'm not as afraid anymore. That's what I mean when I say I'm happy to go into some personal topics, vent about daily life. I mean, as you're going to hear in this podcast, we're in the midst of a global pandemic. I have been personally in a national lockdown for Well, who knows, 10 years, 15 years at this point, I have no idea how long I've been in a not lockdown, but these are all things that everyone's going through and things I want to talk about in my podcast. So while it's DJ's aviation, please just remember it won't be totally aviation. Maybe I've seen a new movie. Of course, I might even look at doing segments. Maybe there's an aviation segment in the podcast. Maybe at some point I talk about some life stuff. Uh, And I also will be doing Q&As in this, and the questions will come directly from Patreon. You can pledge at any uh, tier for that, and you can provide some questions for me to answer about whatever. So, with all that being said, and a roughly five-minute introduction into the podcast, I thought I'd get into what I'm doing at the moment for anyone that's asking. Once again, my name is Dan. I run DJ's Aviation on a day-to-day basis. I don't have any other employees, which basically means for anyone that is curious, I script all my videos. I record all my videos. I make all the thumbnails. I run the Discord server with the help of other people, but have the Discord server handle my emails, handle Twitter, handle uh, what else? Every single platform and basically every single thing you see, myself. Uh, there's not like a manager or something like that. People help me, thankfully, uh, with when it comes to running the Discord. If you're in the Discord, you'll see the staff team. You'll see the likes of Jess that help on a frequent basis. Um, however as for the branding, it's all done by myself. So that can be quite tiring and also can, you know, take a strain on everything when you're doing so much. I will cover um, the job as a whole and everything I do in a separate podcast. I want to redo it, if you will, from when I did it two or three years ago. Um, But yeah, I'm the sole owner of the brand or whatever you will. So just know that every interaction you get with me is only me. It's not, say, Uh, Jeff or David that's running the day-to-day operations, and then I'm a different audio narrator, and then there's someone else doing this, and there's someone else that's doing that, even to the fine details of setting up this podcast is all done by me. So with that being said, my name's Dan. You can call me DJ or Dan, but it's either one. On a more personal level, I'm happy with Dan. I am 20 years old, um, and yeah, I'm currently living in London, the home of Boris Johnson and the home of... uh, a pretty bad outbreak of coronavirus, which I'll be getting into shortly. I grew up for the first 18 years of my life, though, in Melbourne, Australia, before making the move to London, which was prior to the pandemic. I get a lot of questions as to why I moved. It's something I always wanted to do. You're going to learn a lot more about me in these podcasts and my interests and how they center around sports, photography, and so forth. Uh, Massively sports. So I I wanted to come over here to experience uh, my football team in the English Premier League. Unfortunately, I only got to see about a three quarters of a season. That wasn't completed due to COVID, and I have not been to a game in now well over a year. I don't think I'll get back, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, yeah, so a lot of those decisions I made in twenty eighteen or 2019, pardon me, came from goals that I had for a long, long time, and I was in a position where I was able to come across. Unfortunately, though, I wasn't to know that about seven months into my stay in the UK... Uh, a global pandemic would hit and pretty much end everything. For those also curious, I'm on a one-time visa. It's basically a youth mobility visa that is available from anyone between the ages of 18 and I believe 30 on a 24-month stay. Now, the 24 months cannot be extended. Uh, It can be cut short, but it's only 24 months and you cannot renew it in any form, i.e. you pick the 24 months. For me, my starting date was July 2019. My ending date is July this year 2021 and then you have to go back to your home country there's no way to extend it um and they don't offer you if you want a refund on that that's personally made me a bit upset naturally as you can imagine it is called a working holiday visa for a reason um it's to work and go on holiday and i haven't been able to do any of that because of a pandemic and i'm not the only one and obviously there are people in far worse circumstances than me i completely recognize that but if this podcast and we're talking about me in this sense um it's, it's quite been quite tragic that you've come over for a certain thing and, and none of that's really eventuated how you wanted. Uh, so, yeah, there's no way that that can be redone. The government's not budging on that. The only hope now is that the Australia and the UK make some sort of agreement which allows in the future my entry into this country to be uh, a lot easier, if you will, than it is at the moment. We'll have to wait and see on that front. And I think we can only hope that that takes place so I can get to do the experiences that I wanted to do. But, yeah, like I was saying... The first seven months that I spent in London, I didn't do any podcasting, so you're probably not really aware of what I was doing. But pretty much every three days, I was headed to the football with my friends. On top of that, I was going out every day on bus rides, do photography and see the sights, just walking around London, uh, working. And yeah, it, w- it was honestly a lot of fun. I would go out uh, to the pub by myself. Another thing I should mention, I don't drink alcohol, nor do I do any of that kind of stuff. So when I say I go to the pub, it basically means to get a glass of water and have a nice pub meal by myself. Uh, yeah, so that's just a thing I don't drink. That was a choice that I made a long time ago, and it's not something I really want to get involved in. So another thing you've learned about me, if you're unaware, I don't really go into that sort of lifestyle. I, I've never been to a nightclub. I don't do parties. I'm very much a stay home type of person. Or if I'm going to go out somewhere, I go by myself. Um, But with all that being said, that is the basic gist of what I was doing prior to COVID. COVID pretty much shut everything down here in the UK. I'm not sure where you guys are listening from. Um, But yeah, it shut everything down in March of 2020. And pretty much since then, it's been a life that I never thought we'd be living from not being able to leave the house for six months only unless you want to go to the shops to... I'm not going to get too much into it but a lot of lies from the government saying one thing and then another thing happening and then your life being thrown up in the air and then decisions that were meant to be made and then weren't made and then were uh, jeopardized us and our future even as simple as going into a lockdown when we shouldn't when we should have pardon me and we didn't and then it made our most recent lockdown 10 times longer at the time of recording we're now legally allowed to leave the home and meet one other person, but I should mention that I have been out recently taking pictures, which is something I'll get into. And um, I see people in groups of ten, and cops do nothing about it. So I just, I feel like the rules are very inconsistent. Part of me. And I don't think a lot of people are following them. I don't think a lot of people were following them even in January. So I feel like that's gone a bit off the rails, if you will. But uh, yeah, so only recently we were illegally allowed out for the first time in four months, five months, which was nice. Um, I'll get into what I've been doing in that small block of freedom that we've had. But at the time of recording in 10 days, we will see gyms open up, which thank God, that's something I'm really, really excited to go back to. Um, Something I've always struggled with, but I really got heavily into... Back in July, when we had a brief three-month period out of lockdown, um, yeah, so pretty much in July, I got heavily into uh, fitness and going to the gym and was noticing incredible differences that I was really, really proud of myself and something that I'd actually been striving for for something like four or five years um, and was never able to achieve until then. And then naturally, what always happens is you get put in the lockdown as you start noticing the progress. And if um, you live in a small London flat, you cannot be doing exercise uh, inside the flat so yeah, that should be opening in 10 days. On top of that, we'll be seeing, um, I think it's supermarket. No, it's not supermarkets, of me. Shopping centres opening up. And uh, while we can't go and sit inside pubs to eat, you are allowed to sit outside and order if you're sat down with your mask on. It's very, very weird. There's a lot of contradicting rules and regulations, but it is what it is. Hopefully we'll be getting a little bit more freedom um, come the 12th of April. Now, on top of that, what else are my plans you might be asking for once we open up? Well, I have two day trips currently booked, one to Oxford and one to Bath. They're happening within, I believe, the next month or so. I actually, today at the time of recording, just recently had my train to Oxford changed the timing on it, which is pretty frustrating. I'm not going to lie, but it's now, I think, an hour later. I was originally leaving London at 10 a.m. Now it's 11 a.m. It is what it is, but uh, it's been quite difficult regarding that. Um, what else has been happening. In July of 2021, I am heading back to Australia on Qatar Airways, the Airbus A350 and the Boeing 777. If that's going to happen, though, we'll have to wait and see. If it does happen, I will definitely be recording a trip report. But Australia has been very tight on uh, coronavirus restrictions and has made it very, very difficult for me to get back into the country in any way, shape or form. Uh, I booked that flight now, I believe, a month and a half ago. And in the space of a month and a half, I've already had three flight time changes. And then one of them was... Ca- and then my flight was cancelled, of me, because it's one way. And then I got pushed four days later. So pretty much I'm dealing with being kicked out of my flat at a certain point, And then on top of that, I've got to somehow deal with, you know, staying somewhere. And then there's the potential that they could cancel it. And if you're unaware, a lot of Australian citizens are trying to get back into Australia from the UK... Uh, even Europe more widely, and are simply not having any support, including myself, offered to them. Uh, it's as simple as you could rock up to the airport, say, July 23rd at 7 o'clock in the morning. Mind you, you will have packed up your life. You will have sent your belongings most likely back in a shop, uh, shipping container or whatever it is. That is something I'm going to be doing very soon. Uh, you rock up to the airport and they'll say your flight's cancelled. Now, to put it into perspective, the night before you signed off, on saying goodbye to your flat and therefore you have nowhere to live and your flight's been cancelled, you might say, well, maybe there's a flight in five hours. That's not actually how it's been working recently for uh, international travel when it comes to COVID and when it's essential international travel in rescue flights, if you will. Basically, it is um, a two-month process before you can get on another flight. So as you can probably imagine, what the hell are you going to do if you have no flat for two months? Uh, and then a lot of people have experienced getting a short-term lease for two months. Mind you, when their visa has already expired, so they have to somehow get an emergency visa, and then they finish the two months, they go back to the airport, and their flight's cancelled again, and then they have another two months. And this can sometimes go into a year. There are people that have been waiting since March 2020 to get back to Australia and simply have not been able to get back. So in that situation, it's been a complete and utter mess, Um, but it is what it is. Uh, We just have to deal with it and it's very, very frustrating as someone stuck in the UK and even I didn't want to go home, but at some points I nearly reached my breaking point of needing to go home. I still wouldn't have been able to. So I've been away naturally from family and uh, so on for quite some time now. Uh, On top of that, dealing with a long distance relationship has been very, very difficult naturally with a COVID restriction that prevents you two from seeing each other. So that leads on to future plans and where I'm headed, what I'm going to be doing The plan, tentatively, is to continue doing YouTube full-time. Recently, it's been very difficult, and I'd argue that COVID has definitely taken its toll on the channel in a sense of um, viewership and people interested in aviation on a whole because naturally no one's flying. There's also no news within the sector due to, naturally, uh, the lack of travel. We're seeing some recovery already take place in the United States with their vaccination rollout. Airlines like that of American Airlines are looking to reintroduce all their grounded aircraft by May. Um, Whether that happens will have to remain to be seen, but it's a massive statement from the American carrier, in my opinion, and hopefully shows signs of improvement in certain locations. Naturally, I'd argue that the United States is more ahead of anyone in the vaccination process, but they're going to be the one that's going to pave the way to see how, I guess we could say, we've returned to normality or somewhat normality. Uh, We're going to have to wait and see, though, specifically on the restrictions and how they ease there, because I know for a fact that the restrictions in the United States were never necessarily as bad as that of, say, Australia and New Zealand, who only had three cases. But we'll have to wait and see on that front i'm seeing all the things in the uk currently that specific travel corridors will open up in june and july do i believe that i feel like it's very hard to believe when we're in march and we were told this was just a 12-day thing or a six-week thing and then we were told it was a 12-week thing and then we were told it'd be done by july and then december and then we should have gone into lockdown in september but we didn't and then more cases and then more cases to pretty much put it one way or another it is a complete and utter mess and it's very hard For me personally, just believe that sort of thing and believe what's going on uh, with that regard. We'll have to wait and see. Um, I'd love a travel corridor to open up as I desperately need to head to Canada, but we'll have to wait and see on that front. Uh, But yeah, the plan is to head back to Australia, back to my studio. I already have studio lights being sent to my home uh, in Australia and they'll be set up. So I will be doing live streaming with a proper setup, not just a computer screen. So I'm excited to head back there. Um, I would love to maybe stream something like an airline manager game or an airport managing game, which is a community-based, if you will, interaction, and everyone can help make me make those decisions in the game. Like, it's not just me playing, but it'd be like, okay, what do you guys want to name the airport? Should we put a terminal here? Very much make it a community game and a great way for us to interact. We'll have to wait and see on the front of that if I can even get the game and how I could set it up for streams and whether people would actually be interested Um, But I had a few people that were keen on seeing that, and I've just recently been streaming, doing sort of Q&As. But yeah, so that's the plan is to head back to Australia and do that. Then I'll likely be headed to Montreal sometime in 2022, depending on visa situations. Uh, I'll be getting a similar visa to that of the UK. That is tentative plans that are being worked on in the future. It's way too early to say now. But uh, that is naturally where I may end up next, providing this YouTube thing keeps going. So that should be interesting. Uh, what else I've been doing? I've been getting a lot more into photography, especially car photography. In recent days, I've been heading to many different locations to do car photography of really like supercars, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, and I've been publishing them on Flickr. And only recently, I just started doing uh, a Flickr, if you will, seriously, and I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Fun fact: I've never been too fond of Instagram as an application. That's something I'm just not fond of. And if you hear any clicking, it's because at the moment I'm just pulling up my Flickr. Uh, I joined La- at the end of March and I've pretty much uploaded 53 photos and I've actually got 29,000 views. But see, I don't even care about the views. I just love putting my photos somewhere. And um, I've been doing cars, buses, planes, mountains, and I've really enjoyed it. It's great to be able to edit a picture and feel like you're putting it to a platform where people care. I wouldn't say people don't care about Instagram, but I feel like Instagram is not a great platform when it comes to picture sharing. Uh, It ruins the quality, firstly. And in general, the type of content that is shared on Instagram is somewhat questionable a lot of the time. Whereas I believe Flickr has some great intentions and from what I've seen it's a great community on there with lots of people that just love seeing photography. Speaking of photography, I went plane spotting, I believe, two days ago, for the very first time in nearly a year, I think since well, prior actually to the COVID pandemic. I saw an Iberia Airbus A three fifty, Etihad 787, Emirates A three eighty, and one of the stark things that I noticed was The lack of traffic. Um, Heathrow is notorious for its rapid arrivals and departures and how often it'll be one after the other. And I went 15 minutes without seeing a single plane arrive. And this was in the afternoon. And I think that was a massive shock for me. I do live on the flight path into the runways in Heathrow, um, but... And naturally, I don't hear the plane sounds as often, but I think it really hit me when I got to the airport and I was like, damn, there really isn't that much going on. But I did get an assortment of good aircraft and I definitely want to head back there when they're using the 09 left. Not, is it not 09 left? Is it 27 left? I need to get my Heathrow runways down pat. It's something I haven't gotten. It's confused me. Runway numbers have always confused me. I believe it's 27 left though for Myrtle Avenue. Uh, I need to get back to Myrtle Avenue during the afternoon when they're using that runway as I definitely want to get some of the afternoon arrivals, to be honest. Uh, But that should be very, very fun when eventually I can find the time to do that. This was just an afternoon-evening session to around 7 p.m. Naturally, we've just had daylight savings uh, come into play, so we're getting a lot more light later, which allows me more opportunity to go out as restrictions ease. So with that being said, it was quite fun to go plane spotting and get some pictures, and it was nice. I believe it was like 20 degrees. Beautiful day. A couple other people playing spotting and yeah, thoroughly enjoyed it. So I'll be posting those pictures over on Flickr and eventually Twitter. I've got a bit back into Twitter, but it's just an app that I fall in and out of love with pretty quickly and feel very, very demanding. What else has been happening? Recently, we started up a Discord server and at the time of recording, we're about six days away from going for Partner, which is a partner program, meaning we're like a partnered server with Discord. We get a lot of benefits from that. Um, that's been going really well. I think we have now 2,100 members and I'd argue that every day it's it's pretty active. I'm just having a look at it now. We have uh, how many members? 2,070 members and pretty much every day people are chatting and it's really nice to see everyone talking and so forth. And um, yeah, uh, it's been great. And I think people have been enjoying it. We actually host regular game nights as well, um, which personally i've really really enjoyed it's somewhat like a kahoot but it's on uh look it i believe it's called a booklet look it um it's like aviation quizzes and then often we'll give away prizes on top of that whether it be a discord nitro partnership and and so forth we're definitely looking to continue them we have regular events like that of elimination games at the moment i'm currently running the battle of airbus aircraft so basically we're going to have one remaining and that is the winner of all airbus aircraft in the past we did a setup event so put your best setup whether that be your office, planes. In the future, I'm going to be doing a model aircraft one. We've done, what else have we done? I'm just having a look now. The Battle of UK Airlines. And who was the winner? British Airways was the winner, closely followed by Virgin Atlantic. Um, we've done US Airlines, JetBlue. We've also done the best flight simulator uh, screenshot, if you will. So yeah, it's just a really, really fun interactive server that I think a lot of people have been enjoying of late listening to. But with that being said, I think we're going to probably conclude the return of the podcast here. I hope you all have enjoyed listening and getting involved for the first time. I mean, I haven't done this in two, three years, and I will definitely keep doing them. Uh, If you have any suggestions on the podcast, just feel free to email me at dj'saviation at gmail.com or really just message me somewhere else, maybe on Twitter or mention me and I will get in contact with you. I'm always open to suggestions. but yeah, that's going to conclude the podcast. I hope you enjoyed learning a bit about me. Uh, and we'll see you whenever the next one is. And providing this has worked on Anchor, you should be listening to this either on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or your local podcast streaming site. Yeah, so that's going to conclude. See you guys. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the DJ's Aviation Podcast. If you haven't already, feel free to follow my socials, being that of YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, all under the DJ's Aviation Branding. If you're interested in seeing my large collection of cars, transport, aviation, and natural photography, you can check me out on Flickr with the same username, that being DJ's Aviation. Interested in maybe even joining a Discord community with thousands of members? You can do so with the vanity URL of discord.gg forward slash aviation and would love to see you in there talking all things aviation, hobbies, model aircraft, transport, and so much more. Until the next podcast, be safe and take care.